This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. you a sport lover now you know what i know a lot of people love sports and i know that they will stay home to watch the rugby the cricket the soccer whatever it may be and they will not go out or they will love going out and being with their friends to watch sport and sport is such a big thing for us as south africans many of us love rugby of course love cricket many of us love soccer and we are seeing that there are changes happening when it comes to sport what am i talking about well women and girls in the sporting field in South Africa. Now here on Voice of Change today I am going to be joined by an incredible guest who has been doing work with women for women in sport in South Africa since 1996. And this is what we want to talk about girls in sports and women in sport. Now you may be sitting there thinking well okay that's fine you know women are in sport or girls are in sport that's fine but in fact, actually, there are so many obstacles and so many things that women face in the sporting world, not only in South Africa, but internationally, that are huge hurdles and obstacles. And many, many people, individuals, organizations, communities and organizations, big organizations, federations are trying to work to change the systemic realities and injustices that we have inherited when we talk about sport for women such as unequal pay, such as gender testing. And we get to get into that on the show today. I'm joined by the incredible Ntambi Ravele. Now, Ntambi, she is a groundbreaking woman in the field of women and sport in South Africa. She initiated the formation of Women and Sports South Africa in 1996. In 2008, she founded and became the chairperson of the South African Women and Sport Foundation. She's also the former president of Netball South Africa, chairperson of the Boxing South Africa board, which we're going to touch on today. She's also the first and only woman to be appointed actually into that position in a very historically male-dominated sport boxing has and always has been. So we're going to touch on that as well. She also serves on so many boards internationally and nationally, including the Sports Science Institute of South Africa, the Laureus Sport for Good South Africa, Gauteng Tourism Brand South Africa, International Football Federation. I can go on and on. Ntambi is incredible, but I do want to touch on the fact that she is presently a board member of Brand South Africa, Cricket South Africa, Laureus Sport for Good South Africa, the South African Women and Sport Foundation, and the Mameza Community Safety Foundation. Mm. She has had this passion in her heart for so many decades and is making an incredible impact. She's also a businesswoman, so a real, real powerful force for good in this world. I cannot wait. Ntambi is going to be with me here on Voice of Change for the next hour on Cape Pulpit. It's going to be such a good time. And we're not only going to be touching on women and sport, but we're also going to be touching on how you can support and get behind women's sport in a very practical way. So maybe you have a daughter or goddaughter who loves sport. Well, then this conversation is for you. Don't go anywhere in time. Be joins me 
after this. Ntambi, it's so great to have you with me today. It is such a pleasure having met you recently and knowing how powerfully you have been working for women in sports and particularly here in South Africa as well, working to really break ground in a field that has been very male-dominated, especially in South Africa. We know it's around the world as well, but you've been involved in this for many, many decades. Before we get into a bit of your journey, your story, your passion for women in sport, welcome Welcome to the show today and it's really such a great pleasure to have you with me oh thank you so much uh it's wonderful to be with you um and um uh, with my story um there's a lot that happened but i think mm. what what made me to focus on on women was when i was still at um, primary school Mm-hmm. Our male teacher, who used to do sports with us, um, refused to go with the girls when they were going for road running. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was saying it won't be safe uh, for us. So he would want to run only with boys because where they were going to run towards, it was an area where it was not, there were no houses. Mm-hmm. Uh, and since then, it, it actually knocked on me to say, you know what, if we had a female teacher, she would have taken responsibility for a group of girls. Yeah. Um, and now that we don't have female teachers who are doing sports, um, um, and immediately I was saying to myself, I would want one day to be a teacher and actually do sports with more girls. And, and my interest started there and throughout my high school, I used to organize girls whenever there are uh, games. And um, at, at high school, Teachers used to call me and uh, discuss with me the trips because of they realized that I, I have an interest of organizing girls and they gave me responsibility for all the girls. So it started very early and I followed the career uh, of, of education and ended up doing fiscal education and I come back mm. to be a fiscal education teacher. Mm. I love this. It really started out as as actually a real passion for you, isn't it? It's almost that, well, it's not almost, but it is really that this was your calling in life, really. From such a young age, especially being in primary school and realizing actually something is a problem here and there could have been a solution if things were different. It's really as though this was always really in your heart. And this is, you know, working for women in sport as well is a, a big field that we are now talking a lot about. Haven't you find now it's 2022, you've been doing this for many decades, but now people yeah. are like talking about it, right? It's like, oh, we need to pay women better. We need to have equal pay. We need to do this. But actually, this has been a problem for many, many years. And how do you feel about changes that are happening? And, you know, maybe for listeners who who aren't aware of what is happening Oftentimes people see female sports people, whether it be, you know, soccer players, cricket players, rugby players, and they go, oh, wow, that must be awesome because they are professional athletes. So they must be making a lot of money. But for women in sports, that's not actually the case, is it? There is a huge divide between women and men and particularly when it comes to what they experience in the sport field and and even as professionals you are quite right um there are so many things um if i could go through all of them it Mm -hmm. would take us the whole but let me just pick up a few issues there's issues of gender testing which are decided by men 
and that 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 actually discriminates against women mm-hmm. because of um uh the gender testing is done on women who were born with um uh certain characters mm. but it's not of their own making and it doesn't actually even affect their 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 participation in sport but men decide to do gender testing there's issues in South Africa. Women were not allowed to box until 20, uh, 2001. In South Africa, women couldn't dress, do wrestling and, uh, and boxing. We fought for that. We, we approached the parliament and we managed to, to get women uh, uh, participating in boxing. So there's a whole lot of issues that are actually uh, put as barriers against women. Uh, issues around participation, issues around uh, 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 prize money, mm-hmm. and and issues around salaries, uh, where you would find uh, a men's team paid more than women's team. But we are all competing. We are all yeah. going to the Olympics. We bring back the medals, uh, and the medal you don't say is a women's medal. You you count medals for the country. Mm. And and we have seen that women who brought in back medals in in Olympics were women, and yeah. and even now uh, Commonwealth Games more medals were brought by women. So um, the issue around uh, uh, price money and, and 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 salaries, I think, uh, is a serious issue. Um, mm. And uh, I'm happy that the president now have requested the minister to deal with it, and uh, I hope mm. they will deal with it sooner. Mm. Sure. Thank you so much as well for sharing a bit of this insight, what you were talking about with wrestling and boxing, you know, women not being allowed to participate until 2001 and, and gender testing. We, we hear a lot about, and obviously people obviously immediately also think of Casta Semenya who experienced mm. incredible discrimination and it, it just kind of upset I know so many South Africans at that stage going what is this really about you know why is gender testing still happening and it is it is a very important conversation and and you're also talking here about salaries and prize money is it still the reality that you know the prize money is a lot more for sports that men compete in as opposed to women's sport and Okay, let's just focus on South Africa. I know it's an international issue, but prize money, it's the same competition, whether it's a mountain biking or whatever you're doing, it's the same competition, the same course. But yet are we still seeing that prize money differs dramatically? You know, unfortunately, it's still happening. Um, There are few federations that are now uh, changing to, to equal pay and equal um, uh, prize money mm-hmm. but uh, most of the federations are still not doing that and some of them you still find them using money for trips for men's team more than uh, women's teams mm. so uh, still happening but um, I, I'm happy that with our voices and advocacy mm. we we make a lot of noise and, uh, and, and, and some of the federations run away from that but one of the things that uh, SAWAPS is doing, which is the foundation that we are running, mm-hmm. uh, we, we wrote a submission to the Minister of Justice because of they are the owners of uh, Equality Bill. 
um, um, and they're busy now uh, looking at revising the bill. And uh, mm. we were talking about issues that are affecting women in sport around um, un- unfair discrimination and uh, equality. Um, and we would, we would we would challenge that that uh, either the Minister of Justice or the Minister of Justice instruct the Minister of Sport to actually make it law uh, in order to protect women. Yeah, hmm. I love I love that. And and I, I when will this revision happen? Will it happen this year? Will it happen next year? Are you hopeful that we are going to see see a good change here? Um, they are in the process. Last week, Monday, we met with the deputy minister, uh, mm. discussed those changes, um, um, and um, uh, we are going to then meet again with one of uh, the staff members uh, to to ro- look deep on what are the real issues in sport. Because of one of the things that we are even uh, motivating for is to have an ombudsman in, in, in sport mm. who would be able to deal with also issues around unfair discrimination for, for, for women. Mm. Mm. Wow. And that would be that would be so impactful. I can only imagine how impactful that's going to be. And, and you touched on as well the South African Women in Sport Foundation. Tell me more about that because that is really your heart and your passion is girls and women, especially in the community and advocating for differences when it comes to how things are being done in sports. So tell me a bit more about, you know, your work with the foundation, how you got involved with really helping girls in the community, community safety, why this is important to you. I know obviously you touched on this was really in your heart from when you were very young. And so it's beautiful that you are doing this now. So tell me a bit more about this work. So what what I started with was in 1996 when I started with an organization. I was working at the department and an organization was called WASA, which I initiated, mm-hmm. uh, which was Women in Sports South Africa. And that's the, 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 the structure that challenged the issue around boxing and also the issue around gender testing when all Africa Games wanted to jo- to test Maria Motola. Mm. So then when the new minister came after Steve Chwete, the new minister didn't want to continue with the program. So we decided then to form a structure outside government and that is the foundation that we are running. And the foundation focuses on advocacy uh, and then uh, and, and that's why we are challenging all these policies. Mm. Um, and also it, it focuses on, on training women on leadership uh, you know the next level uh, of of women who would come after us in leader in leadership because of the leadership training. It's not the same. The one that is in the textbook, it's not the same as when you are training women because you have to prepare women for boardroom politics, mm. and which is totally something different. It's not in the in any of 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 the textbook. So we train them on all those things and how to look at networking, um, um, supporting each other. And, and we really go deep on training mm. women on leadership. We do mentorship programs. Uh, we research a lot about what is happening around sports and women in sport, so that when we challenge issues, we should be uh, talking about a researched pro- problem. Um, mm. And every year uh, in August, 
towards month end, we do have a, 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 a global uh, conference, which we host here. But we do, we do invite international speakers and speakers in the, in the country just to, to make sure that every year we should discuss challenges facing women and the progress that is happening. Um, we are a member of a, a global organization. We will be going now in, uh, in November to the World Conference in New Zealand, which we attend every four years, because that's where we go then and discuss issues that are affecting women globally and come back mm. at, actually with some of uh, the new ways of approaching issues uh, because of where uh, at that place, we then share a lot of, of, of our experiences. So we have done a research now in South Africa Mm-hmm. Uh, on women in leadership, and then we will be presenting that that research uh, at the conference. Wow, and and I love this because you're really opening up a world, especially to the listeners here, just sharing with us today, saying there's a lot that's happening when it comes to women in sport, a lot that's happening globally, but a lot of organisations, individuals. And people who are really speaking up and who are doing research, who are trying to find solutions, who are working in this field. And I think it's so incredible. And I'm so, so grateful for women like yourself and also for organizations just busy pioneering this work and really looking for those solutions. I cannot help but think that when we implement solutions and when we start to try and create a, a movement of change, that it's really going to impact the generations that come after us. So that what we are doing now is going to pave and hopefully it's always the idea to pave a, a better way for the women that who come afterwards, our young girls and our daughters, that they will have greater equality when it comes to sports and a better life that they can have equal pay, you know, equal salaries and equal prize money. And we know that a lot of things have been happening. One of the things that I think of is the American, you know, soccer team of girls who really have fought for equal pay have really been on the forefront of really trying to make changes as well. And it's, it's, it's so, it's so great. And I'm so grateful. And what have some of the progresses that have taken place this year internationally? Obviously, I know you'll probably be all, all speaking around this next month at the conference, but have you witnessed good changes happening for women in sport, not only in South Africa, but globally over the last year? Are things changing a bit? They are changing, actually. Uh, if you look at uh, the issue that you are raising about the the price, the price, not the price, money, the salary mm. um, um, uh, of the uh, actually, it's both of them. It's price, money, and then, then the salary for the U.S. Uh, team, mm. um, and and they have paved way for all other teams. And uh, we saw it happening in now, even with Banyana Banyana where mm. people were demanding that they should be paid equally with men. Yeah. Um, and and they, they end up being paid more uh, than even men mm. because of they performed well. Mm. But the other issue that is happening globally is, again, uh, women's performance is becoming so competitive and very interesting. Mm. And, and more people, men and women, are going to the stadiums. We have seen that in the US. We have seen that in Australia. We have seen that now in UK. So uh, actually in the whole of Europe. So so and we've seen it in Morocco also when Banyana Banyana was playing. And yeah. and actually, what is more interesting is the fact that uh, broadcasters are starting to realize that 
uh, by not covering women in sports, they are actually uh, uh, disadvantaging themselves. And, uh, um, and the, the, we, are, we are now seeing more women on television. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are talking to Supersport also to start a, a magazine program. And very soon they will be starting a magazine program for women. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I mean, I, another example with, with Supersport, there, there was a time where they actually had a, a, a production run by women for, for football. And mm. it will be the same with the World Net uh, with the World Cup for netball next year. The, the the whole production will be run by women. So it's happening wow. everywhere in the world. And uh, I think we we have made a lot of impact as women, and people cannot ignore us anymore. Mm. Yes, uh, this is so exciting. This is so incredibly exciting. And as a as a radio presenter, as a broadcaster, I'm incredibly passionate about women's sport as well. And I think that to hear that, you know, this needs to become something that more places, more stations, whether it be radio stations, whether it be television networks, need to start covering more and more and more. And I think they need to have female commentators as well. You know, yeah. we want to hear we want to hear women's voices. We want to see them produce the shows. We want to see them involved at every avenue because this is about empowering women's sport and the women around that and uh, I remember a couple of years ago this was quite a few years ago uh, the super sport was for the first time going to have a female presenter on that was going to be presenting with the rugby you know and this was uh, quite a few years ago and I remember a cousin of mine wanted to go and audition because they had this open audition and she said but she was so nervous because as a woman she had never seen someone on this particular show you know for this rugby but she is she is a rugby fanatic she would have been so great in the show but she was also just so nervous you know when you don't see women in these areas and these places it's that representation that we talk about as well then we we don't see women there and then other women feel how do I get involved or how can I do this? You know, it's, it's such a big thing. So I think that this work is, is important and the hope for the change that is happening and will still come is very, very important. And we're going to take a quick music break, but I don't want you to go anywhere because Ntambi is still going to be with me after this. And we're going to touch on something that's incredibly exciting and something that you as the listener can really get involved in. And that is the Women's World Cup T20 happening next year, February. Yep. But stay tuned for that because we're really excited to share that with you. So don't go anywhere. Enjoy some music and see you after this. You're with me, Lauren Jacobs, here on Voice of Change today. It has been such a great time that I've been having with Ntambi. And we are really talking about women in sport. This is not only a conversation that we need to have in our country, in South Africa. And yes, things are changing. We're excited about that. But it's an ongoing conversation we need to have about the global reality of women's sport. Now, Ntambi, I, before we touch on the cricket, I must say I was really excited this year when, you know, my husband loves cycling, road cycling. So everybody always watches the Tour de France, right? I mean, everybody knows about the Tour de France. It's been going for over 100 years. But this year, you know, they hosted the very first Tour de Femme, um, the Women's Tour de France, which went over a week I mean, this Tour de France has been happening for 100 years. We now suddenly have 
a woman's race. And now, and, and the interesting thing about this, and I want to touch on this before we move on, is that when they brought this idea forward, you know, the ICC had such a, a pressure put on them to consider a woman's race. That when this issue was brought forward, actually a number of the female cyclists themselves, professionals, actually the women said that they didn't want a race like that because they didn't know if they themselves could actually compete in a race like that. So I found this interesting as I was following this, that a lot of women were actually against having a woman's race. And, uh, you know, I have seen that in a number of different areas where women themselves go, actually, I don't know if that's that's going to be good for us. Have you witnessed this as well? And what do you think it is that sometimes holds us back from seeing that we can actually overcome those challenges and we can actually do really well? You're quite right. Um, and it's one of the things uh, that when we run our advocacy training, we talk about such issues because sometimes you would find women criticizing us, saying what, what do they want on men's uh, sport and whatever. And, and, and being women themselves criticizing other women, it's, 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 it's a challenge. But also, again, women doubting themselves. And that's why we have difficulty in getting women uh, into boards because of they, they, even if they have the qualities, hmm. they have a tendency of doubting themselves and think that they are not uh, best enough hmm. for, for the position or for participating at a certain level. Um, and 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 I think we need to advocate more and more for for women's participation, and also look for women who have girls because of you. You have to have it. You have to have yeah. passion. You have to girls for you to do it. Yeah. And we need to actually position those women to be leaders in in their areas, so that so that those who are doubting themselves can can see them and and follow and and something that you said earlier uh that uh, uh, we need more women in in other areas the issue is one is that when you see another woman doing it you believe that you can do it so when mm. you don't see anyone you believe that you can't do it and yeah. that's the courage that we should be giving most of women Mm, yes. Yes. Amen. And and I I was also thinking, you know, because I followed the cycling so closely, it was actually a woman who was actually a television broadcaster who used to just commentate on the cycling, the men's cycling, who actually pushed the idea forward of saying we need a woman's race. And uh, she's actually become like the MD of that. And again, it was a woman who was watching men's sport for so many years and just being a broadcaster commentator on it who said actually something needs to change here and i honor yeah. women like that and I, I it doesn't need to be and maybe that's a challenge to the listeners maybe you're thinking wow would you know my daughter is young and she does sport and she loves you know cricket and mountain biking and rugby but what can i do i want things to change we can get involved anywhere where we are we can if we have that passion like in Tumbi, you've been saying we need to have that passion if we have that passion we can make these changes we can move it forward and we can make these changes and i think it's so it's so so powerful and it's so important which brings me to something that you said earlier on you know one of the progresses that we have been seeing one of the things that has been changing is seeing people in the stadiums getting behind mm -hmm. women's sport that is exciting because 
because our challenge here on the show today is also to get in the stadium next February because something incredibly exciting is happening now. And Tambi, I know that you are a board member of Cricket South Africa. So I'm going to let you do this introduction. What is exciting? Why do we want people to get in those stadiums next year, February? So Cricket South Africa is so excited because of we had been given uh, two events by the ICC. Uh, the World Cup uh, T20 for under-19, which will be in Benoni and um, uh, in Pochostrum in January. But over and above that, we will be hosting the World Cup for the senior team again on T20. Uh, that will be in February. It will be hosted in PE, before I say it wrong, mm-hmm. in PE. Uh, uh, Cape Town and also PAL. So we definitely need more support and not only support. Um, I think to us, we want to make sure that this event is different from an event in Australia, in, in mm-hmm. New Zealand, in, in, in UK. We want to make it an African event. Mm-hmm. So Every province in this country have a have a different culture, mm. um, um, and I think let's bring those cultures into the stadium. Uh, let's sing, let's blow the vuvuzelas, let, mm. let's bring the drums and whatever, and let's have fun and let's make change of this game so that when international players leave this country, they should be able to say we love South Africa. We would want to come back and play again with uh, with our South African team. Mm. Yeah, we need to bring that. As we say, we need to bring the Mazanzi flavor. We need to bring the Mazanzi yes. style. We need to bring us. <laughs> it's the challenge, and and it's it's amazing because I think it's going to be. I was so you know happy to be at the launch when the trophy was unveiled for the T Twenty Women's mm-hmm. Cricket World Cup happening and. To be able just to see there has been, you know, people are celebrating this moment and going, wow, we are so excited. We're going to get in the stadiums and we want you to be in the stadiums. Tickets are as cheap as 50 rand. I mean, it's it's going to be 50, yeah. 60 rand. I mean, it's it's really cheap and it's such a wonderful occasion that you can take your children to. You can go to as a family. You can go to as a group. You know, I have friends who are planning to go in a big group, you know, take all your female family members and just enjoy it. But it's also, there's been a lot of work, hasn't there, been behind the scenes for actually a very long time to get to this moment to be hosting it in South Africa. This is not just, oh, it happened, they gave it to us. It's been a lot of work, hasn't it? It had been a lot of work and uh, we were working behind the scenes because of ICC, uh didn't allow us to start acting uh, whilst they were still hosting the the games in in Australia so we then had to delay but whilst we are delaying we were sorting out a lot of things mm. uh and most of the things are sorted by now and that's why uh we are now going out with a trophy uh, campaign we where we launched the tickets now uh, very soon we'll be talking about the packages, which are hospitality packages, mm-hmm. which are more expensive. But we are not in a hurry to announce those ones because of our our need is to make sure that South Africans who um, are not well off 
they should be able to save money by mm. now for them to be in those stadiums. And it's very cheap, as I said. Yeah. It's 60 rands. It's, an, it's a world cricket competition, but it's 60 rands. Because mm. of it's important for us, for, for girls, especially girls, boys can come also, but especially girls, we yeah. want to see more girls coming to those stadiums and actually filling up those stadiums. Mm. Um, um, where they couldn't uh, go to the stadiums, uh, in some communities, we will be um, um, uh, recommending that they should arrange, and especially nowadays with load shedding and, and the level of crime and whatever, we would be requesting that uh, they should look at community halls so that they can actually have uh, the public viewing there um, and, and be able to watch the games. Hmm. Wow, that's in- incredible. And like you're saying, getting girls to the stadiums, getting girls also just to watch and also seeing and, you know, getting to see our South African cricket woman playing. And I don't know if the listeners know because I don't know if they follow, you know, female cricket in South Africa, but we are number two in the world and we have such a huge huge chance as well of of taking that world cup and we're gonna we're gonna just stand on that we're gonna say yes we we're behind our goals we want them to do their best but for themselves as well for the country and also just to be able to witness this great moment and yeah that's the challenge to us to also get into the stadiums and it's so great that the tickets are actually affordable and i do want to say that because sometimes we know that people look at ticket prices of different events and go wow it's so expensive i can't actually get there i want to take my kids i want to go but Wow, it's it's quite expensive, and it becomes kind of you know something that's that only certain people can do. This is something that everybody can do, and we want to bring our own style and flavor. And Tambi, I want to say thank you so much for being here. What would be your final message to young girls and to their parents who are listening to us today, who maybe are thinking, "My daughter loves sports; she wants to get more involved." I have been concerned about. You know, issues in women's sport. We also hear, and it's an issue we didn't touch on today, but we hear a lot about and about, you know, a kind of sexual violence in women's sport. We saw what happened with the gymnasts in America. They came forward and what happened there and with the doctor of the team. We've heard about this through cycling, rugby, soccer, gymnastics. We see this as well. And a lot of, you know, people say, and especially I've heard parents say, I am concerned about my daughter getting more involved if she wants to do this as a profession what will she face how can I protect her from this what would be your final message to parents who are listening today who are saying I want my daughter to be more involved but how do I go about doing this in a way that's safe and empowering you know what I would say to parents is that uh, uh, most of the women who are successful, whether it's in business or it's in any other career, are women who played sport mm. uh, because of that lot of things that they gain from sport and which were which are benefits from participation. You, 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 you benefit the issue around teamwork, around confidence, around uh, time management. Um, you know, there's so much that you gain from participating in sport. Mm. And, 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 and when we compare, there's a research that is done where they compared kids who play sport and kids who don't play sport. 
Um, and there's so much that they're missing by not playing sports. So mm. to me, I would say, yes, there is crime, that's, that's, that's sexual abuse, but that's sexual abuse anyway. Yeah. And, and possibly kids might be safe in sport because of we are there and uh, we have more women now around them and around sports. They would be looking and actually and, uh, um, one of the issues that is happening in the country and it's happening globally, it's safeguarding so that we then look at who trains uh, girls, especially even boys, because of even boys are abused, by the way. Yeah. So 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 there's a lot of, of programs that are there in sport that looks after protection of women mm-hmm. um, and um, and laws that we we are applying. So um, I would encourage more parents to encourage their girls to participate in sport. And girls who are participating in sport, they don't, they don't even have time to get pregnant. Yeah, uh, because of they want to continue playing. Mm-hmm. And they will be, they will, when they are ready, they will go for that. But uh, look at the rate of how many girls, very young girls, falling pregnant. Yes. So, so yeah, keep, keep your child safe and keep your child active and make sure that by the time she comes home, she's tired and then she just wants to, to have a bath and mm-hmm. study. Mm-hmm. But Girls who are lingering and who don't have anything to do, they end up doing the wrong things. Um, mm. And we don't want to see our girls going to Shebins. Uh, we want our yeah. girls to be more in sport. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. Wise words then. Tambi, thank you so much for being with me today. But also thank you for the incredible work that you've been doing over decades and the work that you will continue to do for the next couple of decades. And again, it's impactful for us here today and then for our children who are coming after us and for their children as well. So I'm really grateful and I'm excited about the Cricket World Cup next year. And I know it's going to be a great success. And thank you again for all the work that you and your team and many, many other people have been doing. And yeah, for a greater and better world for our girls in sports, I'm looking forward to seeing how so many changes are going to be taking place. And Tami, thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much and hope for the best. I would see you next year in those stadiums um, and let's go there and make South Africa proud. Thank you. Absolutely. Let's go and take our bubuzela with and and bring the chiers, as we always say. And Tommy, thank you so much and take care. Thank you. Bye. Had such a good time on the show today. I've I've just loved being with Ntambi and just hearing her passion and also not only her passion but her wisdom and her you can hear that strength in bringing about change. You can hear her passion and her moving it forward. So I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful that we can think about women's sport. I'm grateful that we are having these conversations. I'm grateful that we are seeing big things happening and more people getting involved. And maybe you know you love a sport that maybe other people don't don't often think about maybe you love a sport that people don't talk that much about in South Africa maybe you love you know water polo or archery or something else that you know we don't often see on our televisions besides the fact when it comes to a world championship or when it comes to an Olympic time or Commonwealth Games and it's usually those sports where I see a lot of women you know when I was watching the Olympics last year it was incredible to watch women's shooting and uh, clay pigeon shooting and it was so incredible to watch how 
perfect they take their shot how perfected they have been and and it is so incredible because women are working hard and sometimes harder because we know and realize that we have had these injustices and these realities handed to us so it's time to create and make that change and you know like I said maybe you're in a sport that we don't often see a lot of but you're seeing changes happening and maybe you're pioneering those changes and you want to pioneer those changes because you know it's important for you and for your children and their children so continue to do that continue to get behind women's sport go to the stadiums go to the racetracks go to the shows go and support also one of the things we didn't mention is that when we support women's sport and it doesn't matter what sport it is when we support women's sport it also empowers women to get paid more and did you realize that when you buy a ticket to something or you go and watch your money is directly going to affect the salaries that Ntambi was talking about the salaries as well as the prize money if we get more support for women's sport we can directly impact the reality of unequal pay for women's sport and we want to do that because we know that we are all equals and that we need to be treated like that it's unfair for you to do the same job as someone else but get paid less so we want to impact and create that change and that's what it's been about here on voice of change today it's been incredible i've loved having this conversation you know go and support women's sport and thank you for those of you who are already it's a challenge i take upon myself as well see you next week may god bless you May he keep you and make his face to shine upon you. Until then, take care. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.